0: and it needs to go along the vaginal wall. Versus for me, with my huge dick, I usually penetrate the cervix, and I just, you know, orgasm right in the uterus, Elliot,
1: how have you been, man?
0: Yay. Um, pretty good. Just enjoying my
1: huge dick. Yeah. Oh yeah, got you. That's that's perfect for today's episode. So this is kind of oh yeah, a little bit different. It's going to be more of a explorative kind of piece, just because it's there's not really a stance, rather for or against it. That's yet uh, that's kind of set yet. So small yeah. penis positivity. I think it's a good little topic for us to cover. So you're on board.
0: It is because, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that our watchers notice that we don't have any guests. And uh, that's because it's really hard to find someone with a little dick who's willing to come on to the show, right? (laughs) Uh, I couldn't find anyone. I'm not sure. And between the two of us, between the two of us, I mean, our audience doesn't know who would have the bigger dick here. Who would have the little dick in in this duo that we have?
1: I guess we'll never know.
0: Yeah, we both have huge dicks. I'm pretty sure, right? I, I'm, I'm pretty. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with a little dick, right?
1: right, right. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so let's uh let's start off our little combo for today, right? Yeah. So um, the one topic, the first topic that we wanted to cover is kind of like how penis size is always like linked to manliness, right? So um, yeah based upon like all the research that I came across, I've noticed that there was kind of two different aspects. Was it like the size, how it's related towards other men or the size and how it's related to women. So with men, the one thing I saw that would uh, constantly come up, it would be the anxieties, low self-esteem, anxiety like within the locker room or even with their sexual partner um versus with women right. it's more of like a hit or miss where it's like um some say they're all about length others are all about girth and some even say that it doesn't really matter at all so it's interesting it seems like there's much more of a range with um women that, than it is with men like what what are your thoughts on it
0: mm. Mm. um yeah i mean well well of course like i women don't have to deal with it that much you know men uh, they have to deal with it. And really, like, most people, even if you're having sex every day, what is that, like, 15 or 20 minutes out of your day? And then, yeah. and then that's, like, the, the sexual function. But uh, men have to live with it, you know, the, the whole the whole day. And also in the anxiety and fear leading up to a sexual interaction and all that stuff. So okay. women, I think, just see, like, a very small side of it. And most of the time, it's not that important.
1: <laughs> Thank you. yeah one thing that they mentioned too so like um in terms of male anxiety it's more so along the lines of like sexual performance um for men yeah. their fear is underperforming not being able to satisfy their partner in the bedroom things of that nature um versus some responses i saw from women it was more so along the lines of confidence base where they were saying there's so many different ways to basically please your woman that doesn't really have to involve penetration penetration is more like a little icing on the cake or something like that because like um there's toys there's foreplay nipple play oral all all sorts of different things that they say is actually more beneficial than just pen- penetration so they look at it as less um emphasis than a man does because even mm-hmm. with um clitoral stimulation for our women viewers out there that's something that's that they would be more important potentially than penetration itself so
0: I, I assume so. I wouldn't know because I just have a huge dick. See, when your dick is huge, you don't need to know shit about sex. I don't know anything about sex, really. I'm pretty sure women have two holes down there. And, uh, yeah, I thrust as hard as possible. And I basically, I try to find their cervix and then I I just, I punch it. That's pretty sure that's pretty, that's all sex, really. That's all.
1: There's a song on that. It's called Beat the Pussy Up. <laughs>
0: We need to play that as our outro. Maybe, no, but Maybe it uh, will be
1: the outro for this episode. Just for like the <laughs> sake of uh consistency with the topic at hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, well well women uh yeah, there are a lot of techniques and women care about other stuff, like foreplay and that. But uh I this is the, the really the only actual advice about I think, yeah, sex and uh having a small penis and sex with women mm-hmm. is like um I agree. There's yeah. There's techniques that you can learn. You just need to work at it. Get actually good at tech. And then, um, I read that uh, for women, you can kind of tell whether they like uh, deeper stimulation in the vagina, or you can tell if they like clitoral stimulation. And it has to do with the thigh gap. So that used to be a thing that was going on. It's like if a woman had a thigh gap that was mm-hmm. really wide that mm-hmm. means that she had a deeper vagina she, she needs like you know a bigger bigger dick but the hmm. less of a thigh gap if women are are very narrow that's when um they don't like you know like a really big guy or a big penis they like the clitoral stimulation more
1: that makes sense so that honestly does make sense too like but that's like something it. that mm-hmm. go
0: ahead yeah just biologically right and small penis guys they should look for girls, you know, with very thin hips. It's just kind of a sign like, oh, maybe, maybe it would fit. It matched it well there. Now, for me, oh, well, I'll just say, when I look for chicks, I look for girls with a huge thigh gap. Like, like I want to be able to just stick my head in, say, hey, hey, what's that? Yeah, because of my huge dick. That's, yeah. course. you were about to say something about my huge dick?
1: Well, I was going to say from like the scientific perspective too, like, you know, they say with sexual attraction, it's always based upon like um, the ability to reproduce, reproduction and kind of keep like the human species going forward. Um, One study I came across was um, how they were trying to link um, penis size with infertility. And the studies, they've actually been inconclusive because they haven't been peer reviewed and multiple different variables haven't been um, accounted for. But I thought that was something... That was interesting that I wasn't expecting to come across. So, because I know mm. from the scientific perspective, they say we may we have sex and everything solely just to reproduce, keep our, you know, keep our species going. And so, with that approach, um, I thought it was interesting that they actually took that into consideration when thinking about like small penises mm. in particular. So, so far it's been inconclusive, but there are ongoing studies about that. And so, something to, yeah, um, something that was interesting that I came across.
0: That is interesting. So um, I I mean, I think that something important to think about with small penises is that the Mm -hmm. function of it is still good. Like you can still pee, you should still be able to um, orgasm, have like semen come out. Um, One thing about that, though, is like uh, women tend to like clitoral stimulation when when they have an orgasm, like, you know, at some point. But that's also because the man's pelvic bone, it's if you're, so for a guy, if you're about to come, then a guy, you know, they like push in, And what that does is it gets the penis and the ejaculate right next to the cervix where the sperm has the smallest distance to travel.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so yeah, uh, when a woman is orgasming, she wants her foot uh, stimulated by like the man's pubic bone, because mm. if she's pressing down again, it's getting the penis the deepest in so that the semen has the
1: least distance problem. Yes. Also, too. Um. Yeah. One thing I read as well. Um. From certain uh, positions, I forgot which ones. I believe it was mm, missionary. Yeah. Um. They were saying that kind of contact, the direct contact, actually allows for more clitoral stimulation as well. So it's like yeah. as the thrusting occurs, you're also making contact with the clitoris, which also leads for additional orgasms.
0: Yeah. So. And probably, I mean, that's got some sexual function to it too, right? I, I assume, like letting women open up more or something like that
1: possibly it's out, it's out of my field of study but I know, I find yeah. some articles.
0: focus on the <laughs> orgasm is not the best way to make a baby
1: <laughs> exactly but
0: uh if you have a small if you have a small penis like if you have a micro penis then i imagine that's hard because because you bust your load right and then and then um, i mean all i guess a woman has to do is just focus on the gravity because they'd have to a girl would have to flip upside down because now the semen it needs to travel deeper into the vagina and it needs to go along the vaginal wall versus for me with my huge dick I usually penetrate the cervix and I just you know orgasm right in the uterus <laughs> doesn't need what, to go anywhere need
1: speaking, speaking of like the micro penises so I did some research into that as well because I know <laughs> okay. that's like another like insecurity that like men go through like they're always having that fear like oh my god what if I have like a micro penis so yeah. I actually researched and saw like what was like the average size versus what is actually diagnosed as like a micropenis. Yeah. So um at birth, infants that are under um 70 a oh, 0.75 inches um, at strength at stretch length classic, that's diagnosed as a micropenis early on. And I believe as an adult, it's like um I think it's under five inches um, when erect. So that's when it's like mm. medically diagnosed as like a microcanus versus the average size. Um, they say that it's 3.6 flaccid and erect was um, five point something, 5.1, 5.2, something along those lines. So like mm-hmm. there's a lot of individuals out there like they think that you have to be massive to be considered outside the average or even you know above average when realistically due to a lot of these studies, there's a far larger percent of people that fall within that general range you know, the average range, mm. makes
0: sense. <laughs> huh. So you're saying that six inches or less is a micro penis. Makes sense uh,
1: to me. I think it was five.
0: <laughs> five yeah. inches or less? Yeah, uh, that's, Okay, that's I like swear. If you stretch it
1: out, it.
0: That's Well, first of all, that's creepy to me that a doctor is like grabbing, pinching, he's pinching and he's like, you gotta stretch it out. He's like holding this baby up by his little dick <laughs> and it's like, look at how small it is. That's a scientific medical procedure, <laughs> right? <laughs> somebody had to hold that dick out you're the one who said flaxed and held and stretched out (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: true so someone had to actually like develop a technique to say like this is how you do it
0: (laughs) yeah i i assume some guy who really thought about baby dick a lot and he's like we need to classify people based on their dick size when they're (laughs) babies how do we do it
1: okay (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, so speaking of like the insecurities and stuff. Wait, that wait, comes... wait,
0: wait. No, oh, no. Right, I right. well, I heard a slightly different definition. I think you're gonna give a lot of men a lot of worries if they're like five inches less than that. That's a micro penis. No. Well, I heard that. Uh. Unflaccid. Hey, please Unplastic. use a search engine. Oh, plastic. Okay. Yeah. But uh, if they're two standard deviations mm-hmm. below the average, that's a micro penis. Yep. Which makes sense statistically. Um. Yeah, then uh, then that's, so that's actually, right, that's that's smaller, that's, I think, much smaller. Oh, um, I think so,
1: because the one article, well, not the one article I read, but the few articles I read, they were saying the reasoning behind the measurement when stretched out, they were saying that there's some sort of correlation to, like, um, a stretched out flaccid penis and a erect penis. So that's what they were saying, it's kind of like that correlation, because with the erect average being above that, it should... The flaccid one should show enough potential to reach that, I guess. To all, to do mm-hmm. like elasticity and stuff.
0: <laughs> potential energy. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Cook's law. Potential penis energy. <laughs> PPE. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so speaking of like the insecurities of like um, like that comes with like having a small penis. There's also exclusionary practices and even fetishized practices that comes with. Um, penis size in general. So, like, I wanted to explore that a little bit with you as well. So, um, gotcha. one thing I came across uh, the first time I heard about it was from Netflix Space Force. Because, like, once he once he mentioned it, I was like, wow, this is a thing. But there's actually um, BWM, so Black Women Asian Men, and then the um, you could also spell it as um, Asian Men Black Women, so AMBW. But it's kind of like this new community that's been created to um empower and embrace um, black women and asian men because they're usually the they're the most stereotyped, they're the most discriminated against um in terms of like the dating scene and there was a an article that i saw that they were um they did a speed dating it was back in 2017 there's a speed dating um study where the asian men that participated were 50 percent less likely to find a match throughout the entire event than Mm. any other category of um user there and i was like wow, that's actually pretty interesting. So with the birth of BWAM is allowing them to both embrace like these different um, forms of discrimination that they're both experiencing, while also creating a new subculture that's allowing both Asian men and black women to celebrate and appreciate one another's backgrounds and eliminate any stereotypes or any kind of friction that occurs with um, what they've experienced. So mm-hmm. what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? I thought it was pretty, pretty interesting.
0: No, I'm glad that there's a whole community. To be honest, I've been on this for years when I found out it's like less than 2% of marriages in, in America are between an Asian man and a black woman. Wow. It's like less than 2%. That's a super rare coupling. Um, I don't see
1: it too often. And, Even in representation. No, you don't. Like in shows, I never really see it.
0: No. and and. I Okay, I saw it one time in a Jackie Chan movie and they did it as a totally comedic joke. And it was really funny. Cause yeah. Just think of the grandpa Asian man and he's he's with, <laughs> with this big black woman and they like kiss. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's kind of a joke. But uh, I actually, I really encourage Blam whenever I can. I, I go around, I ask my Asian guys, like any, well, a lot of Asian guys that I meet, I'll ask mm-hmm. them would you date a black woman? Because, I mean, why? Why is it so rare? And uh, most black women, I'm like, would you date an Asian man? Most of them say, like, yeah, I would I would date an Asian man. But, um, yeah, Asian men, black women, I think that, yeah, typically a lot less. Um, oh, yeah. Would they say it, yes?
1: Because there's a, there's a lot of different, like, stereotypes and stuff that comes uh, with both of those groups. So it's, like, I think one common ground they have is just, Sharing those experiences with one another and knowing what it's like to feel excluded within like the realm. Oh so, yeah, like, um, working on
0: the commonality. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Because like one thing um, when when they were discussing like the different stereotypes and discrimination that Asian men uh, usually have to endure, it's like um, one it's the stereotype of having the smaller penis size, so they're less desired um, sexually. Two, uh, they were saying that they tend to be more um, feminine based on like um traditional and i thought this is interesting too traditional western views not necessarily um asian and eastern views so like because in western behavior we value aggression uh promiscuity um and there was one more i can't think of what it was well Mm -hmm. and and penis size in general versus like in asian culture a lot of times they value um family responsibilities, being a provider, and um, mental, uh, mental health and mental strength. And I thought that was very interesting too because when you think about it, um, a, lot of the, um, a lot of the insecurities they stem from um, are either with sexual partners or from like high school in the locker room and stuff. So we all, like both of us as uh, self-identifying men, we've had like, we've seen or participated in like different locker room acts where it's like, you'll see the aggression like on display And, like, everyone has to be the, you know, the most masculine in the the room. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was very interesting that, like, probably to their own cultural definitions, they're very masculine. But now that they've come over to the West, it's kind of like a complete shift for them. So I I thought that was very interesting and unique. No, no,
0: no, it it definitely is. Um, Well, okay, I don't know how much you want to get into it, but, but yeah, we, (laughs) uh, we do have different standards for masculinity and what makes someone masculine. And I mean, the black community, what does it mean to be masculine? Um, Typically, you know, and, and there's, it's like a bad stereotype too, where there's aggression, sexuality, um, like all this stuff that is typically seen on the opposite end, in the Asian Mm -hmm. too. Uh, But, but there's, there's two types of breeding, actually. So, uh, you have, and, and if you think about the different, you know, ethnicities and groups, you'll see both sides of this and both sides in every culture, mm-hmm. but there's a tournament style and there's egalitarian style. Okay. So uh, in the tournament style, what you'll see, you can tell a person's like, you know, not, a, not an individual necessarily, but oh, as a group, you can tell the mating style of a community by the size of the men versus the women. OK, so men um, and you could just say this about monkeys, you could say this about any species, about mm. ape, about anything. But when a man, when a male looks like a, a more like a female, so they're the same size, you'll actually see men. They'll have less facial hair, much mm. less because it looks more like a female. Um, in those cases, they, you often find hair bonding. So a lot of intense pair, bond, pair bonding, parents, um, the male will pick one female, stay with her, support her, help raise the kid. This is the opposite of tournament style. Mm-hmm. Tournament style is uh, where people or the males are like twice as big as the females. Mm-hmm. They've got big bushy beard. What happens in those places is the top 5%, the top like 10% of men, they're the ones who, who mate with all the females. Anyone who doesn't win the tournament, they don't get to have sex, really. But uh, what happens there is, yeah, women will go for a tournament man. They want a really masculine, buff-strong man. That buff-strong man will donate his sperm, give you a baby, but now you need to raise that kid. And now what do you want? You want a man that you can trust who will support you, who will stand by you, won't cheat on you, won't leave you to go bone another girl because a bunch of women are offering. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I think those are two styles of masculinity though. It's like the, the athlete bod versus the dad bod.
1: <laughs> I feel like that was like the perfect summary <laughs> as well. And, um... Yeah, we
0: can cut down to that part, but but I will also tell you my racist theory as to why boams are so small in percentage. Small penises, big vaginas. Right? It makes sense. Black men on average have larger penises, some of the biggest. That means that on average, Black women need to have bigger vaginas, and vice versa for Asian men on average. I'm just saying, on average, I, 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 can, g-
1: I can see the correlation you get. Yeah, because like when you think of like, um asian women they tend to be more um smaller as well so it correlates to have a smaller man so
0: you're, you're saying it hey this is the small penis co- podcast not the small pussy podcast <laughs> well <laughs>
1: i'll see <laughs> i get to say i see the correlation i would have to research it more but i see the correlation you're getting at. <laughs> um one thing that you mentioned too so like with black men yeah. like traditionally i not like bigger penises as well um i also want to cover the topic of like uh, fetishization and being fetishized and stuff um uh, which i story. know
0: of very well as well <laughs> yes Darius, we're hunted for our big penises and um, yeah all right we could talk about this for like another hour you and me you start i'll go next
1: <laughs> that sounds like a movie setup right there <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> da, da, da. we're pitching movies now <laughs> <laughs> but no one thing i thought that was interesting because um so depending on who you talk to they'll always say like oh that's a a positive side to a stereotype and one you can never really have a positive side to a stereotype they're always detrimental in all regards they can be framed Mm -hmm. in like a positive light but they still are pretty negative at the at the same time at the core of their meaning right Mm -hmm. so i know since um asian men are traditionally stereotyped for smaller penises and i know black men are traditionally stereotyped for larger penises i was like okay let me do a little bit of research into this as well since it does kind of correlate with um, like penis positivity and the um, implications that size has on both the owner as well as society as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. So with um, Black men, especially in porn, you have the BBC label. Don't know if you heard of it or not, but it's a thing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I've I've heard of it. I've heard, yeah, I've heard friends talk about it.
1: Yeah, and it's not the British broadcasting company.
0: (laughs) Right, right. BBC Four or BBC Five?
1: (laughs) So what I was looking up was, so amongst women, so in 2016, Pornhub actually did like a study that says that um, big black dicks and big black cocks BBC are like the number one by a significant margin um, search terms in Pornhub, right?
0: Mm. And so I was like, oh, okay,
1: this seems pretty interesting in terms of how lucrative um, the porn industry is developing and the boom of interracial dating as well as um just black porn stars. Like it should be pretty beneficial, right? Wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wrong, it turns out. So um, in addition to a lot of the roles going to very typical, uh, stereotypical um, scenes where they have to dress up, be this very hypersexual, very aggressive person, um, they're also underpaid, um, sometimes up to half of what their white or other um, ethnic, uh, ethical counterparts would be. And I thought that was like very interesting because um, one thing that came up was um, the white actresses, um, speaking from like a female to male porn, um, they're often paid significantly more, sometimes as much as double, just to actually do a scene with a black model. And within that, some of them actually have quotas, literally annual quotas to say that you can only be with X amount of black partners within a year to retain their own value
0: oh they they cap it it's not a minimum it's a maximum it's a
1: maximum cap so it says Mm. like hey you're at five for the year you're done so so i i thought that was like a very like a interesting thing because a lot of people you know when you think about on the other side of the spectrum where they're just like oh yeah everyone loves big penises um with black men since it became much more of like a fetish now it's often more about the experience instead of the you know the person itself and mm-hmm. so and I, I know people um who've been in these kind of situations or have been the ones who initiated um situations like this where it's more so of the i'll date them or i'll have sex with them but i won't marry them and yeah. it's interesting it's very interesting because now and this stems back long long periods of time where it's like that view of hypersexuality and aggression, it's something that still plagues us in like modern day society, you know? Because yeah. even though the stereotype is to have this outrageously huge penis, like the ones that we see on in porn, that's all often like glorified and stuff. It's like, even if you have something average, it's now frowned upon because um, expectations, you know, societal expectations, mm. so. I, thought, I just thought it was like interesting to have those two sides of the coins where it's like if you're too mm-hmm. small, that's a problem. But then like if you're too big, that's also a problem. Like there's no real solution, which is why I'm also glad like we're yeah. having this more of a explorative kind of episode to kind of say like, yeah. see what everyone's thoughts are on this.
0: No, I see what you're saying. Cause, okay. So I mean, of course women are going to make more than men, male porn stars, female porn stars, like late, women porn stars are gonna make more because it just it costs them more personally so yeah. i mean i could see that there you know women are technically more valuable uh, by porn standards yeah but absolutely. you would think though a guy with a big dick uh that is like that's that's a bodily wealth right yeah
1: like it should <laughs> like be you, valued higher
0: yeah yeah because it's rare because because not many guys have that and so yeah you would think they'd be paid more but um, they're getting stiff-ended here. <laughs> yeah, they're they're getting the stiff end.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there <laughs> that was a good pun.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're getting they're getting shafted without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. I just, I just don't what, know what Mandingo,
0: I right? Mandingo isn't he like the poster BBC?
1: Yeah, I think he's one of the original, like, um, to blow up in like the industry. Yeah, yeah but it's like I'm always curious he's about the rare. that. Cause like um there has been some like interviews and articles, um with various porn stars talking about like their experiences um as being a, a ebony performer or performing in like interracial scenes. Yeah. And yeah, there's it, it, a lot of mixed feelings that go into it. Cause they say like they're they're glad that interracial porn is becoming like more mainstream. Like even interracial dating as a whole is becoming more mainstream. Um like you know as as we'll discuss in like our other episode as well for racialized dating. But it's like they also say though the popularity is growing and even as i mentioned with the label bbc itself the pay gap is actually still growing uh, at the same time simultaneously mm-hmm. so popularity is increasing the wages the gap is widening so i thought that was actually very interesting to have them you know publicly say stuff like that you know
0: yeah no it's good for them to say that Their their career probably suffered for their honesty because, yeah, yeah, that sounds like exploitation, right? Um, yeah. Why is it that the value goes up and your wages go down? Oh, because you're being exploited by the industry.
1: Exactly. Like, the, the one thing I find interesting as well was it's, um, so, like, how we're talking about how it's bad on both spectrums, where it's, like, having something big is, like, also frowned upon to a certain extent versus having something small, same thing, like, they kind of mean in the middle. Do you ever think that um, penis size would gain the amount of support that it did um, that, um, small breasts, um, actually get in terms of like feminism, body shaming, things of that nature? Like, do you think we'll ever reach that?
0: Um, I, I hope so, but we need, uh, we need like a bit of a cultural shift and we need people to be a little more honest, (laughs) I think too. Like, I I just don't know. It's because it's a topic that's often joked about, maybe objectified Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um Do some women really genuinely like smaller penises? I'm pretty sure. I, I've I've talked to some women. I think who, who said that they do or they mm-hmm. they like. Like I've oh, heard oh. girls say little dicks are are like really hard, <laughs> and big dicks <laughs> they tend to be softer. This is what I heard. <laughs> and, and she's like explaining. She's like an Asian dick. It's like rock hard. <laughs> like broccoli. <laughs> yeah, like broccoli. But yeah. I don't know. But we need to more openly talk about it, I guess.
1: Well, I guess that is interesting. There are, there are some fetishes for like um smaller penises. Like one thing I came across and I'm sure people have a lot of different views on this one. It's um it, it's, uh, SPH, small penis humiliation. So it's like yeah. it's going within like the BDSM kind of realm. Where yeah. the small penis and this also happens a lot with Asian men are usually cast in these roles as well. Where it's like, oh. like they're Deemed as the the sub versus um, usually a woman, but not exclusively a woman. It could be a man, whatever, uh, or non-binary. They're the dom, and they would have the person with the smaller penis usually undress, um, be forced to masturbate, or do whatever kind of acts that they feel is, um, you know, required of the dom. And so I thought that was interesting because there was an article I came across where somebody admits to openly wanting to participate and participate in something like that, like having a small penis themselves. And they were actually, they felt it was empowering for one. So Mm. I thought that was a unique approach. And I'm not saying like his views were law, but I thought it was interesting to see how he interpreted to kind of say this is now a platform that we're able to see. And he said, like, he he does that with his partners. They watch that specific kind of porn. And it was just interesting, a very interesting take, I think.
0: Um, that doesn't quite surprise me because, um, first of all, like, I, yeah, when I first heard about small penis humili- humiliation, I was very confused mm-hmm. that that guys would really want that. Like some guys, it's the number one thing. Yeah. Um, For guys though, like that guy that you mentioned who has a small penis and that that's something that he wants, Um, if you have a lot of anxiety and fear about uh, sexual intimacy in those relationships Mm -hmm. and um, someone with a small penis, they might be thinking, what if I pull down my pants and she makes fun of me? What if? But by openly talking about small penis humiliation And by expecting it, it's not a what if, it's she's going to make fun of it. He's controlling the fear. He's controlling the fear before it starts. And he's talking to his partner about it. Mm -hmm. So I think in that way, if you're afraid it's going to happen, tell yourself it will happen. And here's what I'll expect. And when you accept that it will happen and you're making it happen, then you can relax and get into it.
1: That's fair. That's completely fair. Because it's more of him kind of taking control of the situation himself. See, and I think, yeah. um, too, like kind of going back to like small breasts versus small penis support, it's yeah. like um, with small penises, you have to take control of the, the situation like that. Versus like with small breasts, it seems like there's already a developed community um, supported by both men and women and non binary, um, you know, that kind of says, like, don't body shame a woman for their chest. But, you Know it's due to like functionality, still the same, it's their body, yeah. they should be happy with it versus yeah. with small penises, usually comedic. Um, you know, it, it's still a, a form of shaming, both for men and for women. Like, other oh, men excellent. would talk about small penises jokingly, um, women would talk about them in a disrespectful way and also jokingly. So, it's like it's interesting to know, like, there's such a difference, even though both are um part of the human anatomy and they both still have their regular functions you know
0: yeah yeah so
1: like um one thing that's interesting was um you're familiar with the rapper little Dickie, right
0: yeah
1: i have so so he always talks about like his penis size and he tries to bring like um a little more awareness or a little more influence to like supporting like little penises and like do you think like Yeah, do you think like celebrities like him or any other individuals who are open to take that kind of responsibility and voice to take control, do you think that will eventually become the narrative to kind of say like, this is who I am. This is my body, embrace it. I'm here regardless. Or do you think it's always going to have like that comedic kind of approach to it?
0: Um, yeah, that's that's a good question. I think it it takes, so I, I guess the real question is, how do you break down any stereotype? How do you make it accepted and mainstream? That's the real question. Because then, then we need to repeat that process for small penises. But I agree. Yeah, I think you're right. I think some people should own it, like, like little dicky. I think it was really funny that when in his show he has a whole episode, and then he, he's trying to tell his girlfriend, he's like, you know, you've actually never seen my dick. She's like, what are you talking about? We've had sex. He's like, you've, you've never the, seen the it. Heard
1: the shower
0: episode. Yeah, that was the shower episode, yeah, with his, like, masturbation, but <laughs> he, uh, you know, he always controlled the lighting, but that's, like, the level of anxiety, that's the anxiety he had, he dealt with it a lot, but I think, yeah, so, sorry, for um getting over that, like, I think we need to be open and honest about the fear, and, like, um, the emotional content, and, you know, what expectations are, and, like, how to deal with it, what people have gone through, that type of stuff, um, yeah. and... It needs to be done in an in an acceptable way. I think a lot. It would go a lot faster if women accept it. It's all. I think it's so much of it is, is dependent on what women yeah. think and how they treat it. Because if women find it acceptable and they treat it like no big deal, then. That-
1: yep, yeah, I agree. Cause like even uh, there's thing called small penis syndrome, um, where it's like it talks about how it's not a real thing. It's mostly just like self inflicted anxiety, you know. Cause like with this anxiety. They have these own perceptions that they view themselves, like the men, they view themselves Uh in this light when realistically, you know, outside uh, of them, people don't really care. Like there are individuals who make it a big deal, but it's like everything that's internal to them is causing their own self deterioration, you know, just because they feel inadequate or they can't meet these um, unnecessary standards. So yeah. I do think I do think you're right. Where it's like, um, once people embrace it and really, you know, just accept them for who they are, whether it's like the women taking the lead or the men themselves stepping up to the plate, I do think that it'll be a step in the right direction. And so maybe yeah. other, um, celebrities and influencers similar to Lil Dicky would be able to step up as well, and then we'll start seeing a change. Yeah. So it's, so it's interesting. But I think, um, in in closing. Uh, unless, unless you had anything else you want to talk about, too.
0: Only 20 more minutes. <laughs> 20. <laughs> oh, oh, well, the only other thing I was going to say is just like, no, I agree. People need to step up. But uh, women like small boobs, uh, which I love small boobs, love boobs, really of, of all kinds. Boobs are great. But <laughs> uh, with small boobs, you can kind of see it. You know, you see That's it. True. Where, whereas like it's more of an honest signal where guys... You know, it's not obvious who has a big dick or a little dick. Not to men, at least. Women uh, seem to really know. Like, (laughs) I I was with these girls once, and they were like, yeah, I can pretty much tell what what size the guy's dick is. And I was like, what? And then I asked them, like, okay, well, what what kind of dick energy do I give off? And then they were like, oh, you're probably, you know, I would guess you're within this range. And they were (laughs) so close. Uh <laughs> so close within the rain, And then I was like, No, no, that's not that, that's what you think.
1: <laughs> it's like an extra superpower they have, I guess. It is. That's what Eve I, got you that know, Adam didn't get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about dicks much because my dick is huge and so I'm totally secure. But I know that women sexually think about dicks a lot. They know they you know they always know which side you're hanging on. You know, that's mm-hmm. like their game. Is it a left or right?
1: <laughs> or the way it curves.
0: <laughs> yes, but but yeah, dick energy. Well, like, oh, that's another thing we wanted to talk about, I think, was there's <laughs> big dick energy versus little dick energy. Mm-hmm. Big dick energy, I could talk about a lot, but, but why don't you talk, Darius? What do you think big dick, big dick energy?
1: Well, honestly, it's like, I think it's something where it's like, um, I guess it's tied back into confidence that we were talking about that earlier, where it's like, um, I don't know, I think that's the one thing that any individual, regardless of gender, like could put on that can give them some sort of positive interpretation by someone else. So like I would align confidence with um, Big Thick Energy, but like, um, yeah, a lot of the catchphrases and stuff too, um, you're right, we definitely didn't talk about that, was um, it's always centralized bigger penises. So it's like that's something that's ingrained to like Western society as well. Yeah,
0: it's it's interesting. We were we were talking about that, right? Like, well, like, uh, you know, even big ball, just male genitals in general. Like when you say, "Hey, you've got big balls," it's like, "Oh, you're confident, you take risks," and that's kind of biological. Yeah, Yeah, cojones, which is like, yeah, another culture's version, and uh, guys with big balls. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, nut up or shut up. Yep. Guys with big balls, they uh, tend to have bigger uh, more testosterone production. Actually, so that makes them take more risk. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think like you know, big dick energy. And then when when guys, what's little dick energy? Because usually when guys are petty, when they're like petty, when they're an asshole, uh, when they're insecure, mm-hmm. that's little dick energy, right? Mhm. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, from, I, I feel from what like I, I know. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: it's not, it's not universal, but for the most part, I think it's insecurity versus confidence on two different spectrums. Or I should do it in yeah. like a, vert- a vertical perspective. <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, well, uh, I think that, too, going towards acceptance, um, we need to, you know, we need to see where that changes. Where does, mm-hmm. what does li- little dick energy mean? And I think that we should change little dick energy to mean hard worker. Think about it. Because a guy with a little dick, he's going to need to overcome the little dickness a bit. He's going to need to learn other sex techniques. So he needs to be a hard worker, a hard worker in bed. Because you you can't just lay back with your huge dick like me. And usually I let girls run wild. I don't do anything. I just lay down most of the time. But guys, little dick, you know, with the little dick energy, you really gotta work hard.
1: <laughs> so we we'll change it to big dick energy, hard workers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but we gotta. Just call like it, you said
1: earlier, they're hard like rocks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how hard they work. Little dick energy.
1: I like it, but I think I don't know. I think whatever conversations come from this, like whether our viewers, um, even additional conversations from us, I think. I think this is like a step in the right direction. So we'll see where it goes from here. Because like um in closure two, I want to say there's two two facts that I think will give every man like some sense of like a uh, value in terms of their, their member. It's like the first one, we technically have the biggest penises amongst all the different mammals in the world. So hmm. I think we should take that as like a universal win, right? Yeah. And then two, it's like uh, penises that come in all shapes and sizes just like vaginas. So it's like we should just embrace them for what they are, regardless of how they look, what color, what size, so on and so forth. So yeah, so I think, um, I think we should leave it up to the viewers at this point. So um, you guys should let us know your thoughts, whether it's in the comment section, um, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and let us know what you're thinking. So all right then everyone, take care okay. we are out.
0: One last thing, Darius. I wanted to say, I I would just like to say that we could say to each other that we should tell each other we both have little dick energy. So Darius, I wanted to tell you, I think you're a hard worker. I think you exude little dick energy. I think you put a ton of little dick energy into this podcast, and I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Well, it's one reason why we both get along so well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now you tell me, you tell me. I also think you're a hard worker.
1: And,
0: and? and your energy is absolutely <laughs> we, we, great. No, you can tell me. Tell me, tell me. You can't even say it. See, this is your a measure of your internal prejudice, really.
1: <laughs> it's just comical. cool, like it's
0: <laughs> Jeez! Set a good example for all the little dicks out there. Hey. Tell me, I have little dick energy, Darian, (laughs) so I can say thank you. Don't be weird about it. You can't. Uh, (laughs) You can't even say. You can't even say thank. Ellie. I'm just saying. Just. I just want to hear from you. Like I would want to hear from my father. You have little dick energy.
1: I'm cutting the recording,
0: (laughs) so that I can say thank. (laughs)
1: I'm gonna. All right, I'm cutting the
0: recording. Oh on my gosh. Oh my gosh, fine.
1: I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>